Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, It Won't Make Sense. (laughs) I am, again, fired up to be able to share with you just recent things that I believe the Lord's been showing me, and I really appreciate these weekly podcasts, and I do a blog that goes along with it. It draws out fresh revelation. Some of you who are listening right now, you're going, you've already doing this, but it's going to increase. Others of you are going to start by saying what you're learning. You're going to find new ways to do it, consistent ways to do it. It's going to pull out things you never knew you even had. Let's start with today's message. It won't make sense. I say this traveling frequently. The most important things we need to hear will sound ridiculous when we first hear them. The most important things we need to hear will sound ridiculous when we first hear them. They won't make sense. This is true for ourselves, for our family, our region, our nation. Now, faith comes by hearing. If I'm going to believe something higher, I need to hear something higher. By the way, if I'm going to experience something higher, I need to believe something higher than what I'm experiencing and feeling. But if I'm going to believe something higher, I need to hear something higher than what I'm feeling and experiencing, the promises of God. Now consider Gideon in Judges 6, 12 through 13, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And he just goes on to basically argue out of his mind, out of his thinking, out of his past experience, why that word was wrong. Gideon might have thought this angel is new to angelic prophetic ministry because that word is ridiculous. If I would have been a friend of Gideon's, and heard the angel say that, I would have thought that's a bad word. (laughs) Because I know Gideon. I know him. I've known him for a long time. The Lord is with him, mighty warrior. (laughs) That is the opposite of what I've seen. That's ridiculous. Now with Gideon, and we can relate to this, the word did not make sense according to his past, present circumstances, and his feelings. And But the truth in this situation is that Gideon's experience and feelings were saying something ridiculous. You can read in Judges chapters 6 through 8 the story of how Gideon eventually, with 300 men, saved a nation. Or we can consider also Abraham. When God told him this in Genesis 17, 16 through 18, Sarah shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, 
who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Abraham thought this word for him was so ridiculous that he fell on his face and laughed. (laughs) Now, I like to say this. If what we are hearing concerning our identity and our future is not laughable to us and to others, we are not hearing high enough. What Abraham heard did not make sense to his natural mind. Listen to what 1 Corinthians 2.14 says. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Now, both Gideon and Abraham were tempted to reject what they heard because it did not agree with what they had experienced in life. Because of that, it was not logical and did not make sense. In 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, it says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And I quote this verse a lot because I want to help us understand that the greatest spiritual warfare is in our own mind. The only command that's given is to take thoughts captive, to think higher than what we're feeling and experiencing, to think through the promises of God, to think through who God says we are. But it says, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I believe the greatest argument and high thing trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God is past experience. I know in my own lives, I will get a prophetic word. Somebody will say something. I see this in you that I feel like the Lord's telling me that this gift is going to manifest in your life. And, and I tend to challenge what God is saying or what, what that person is saying through my experience. Listen, we're not to challenge the Word of God through our experience. We're to challenge our experience through the Word of God. If we just constantly and passively get our beliefs from our experience, then that is going to create a dullness in our hearing, and we're not going to be able to hear the Word that's going to launch us into who we are and what we're called to do. I think about Gideon again. The angel could have said, Hey, Gideon, does this word, mighty warrior, make sense to you? And sometimes we want to do that. Sometimes we want feedback, and I understand that. But just because it doesn't make sense, if Gideon would have said it doesn't make sense to me, we can't conclude that it's a bad word. If we're only prophesying things that are making sense, we're not prophesying high enough. And this word is for parents. This word is for uh, couples and marriage. This word is for leaders who are influencing people, bosses, pastors. 
if we're only seeing things according to the natural, we're going to be limited in what is happening. Now, there are unimaginable, seemingly ridiculous things that God has prepared for us. I've been camping in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I believe it's a chapter for this hour. Listen to what it says here in verses 9 and 10. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I'm talking to people who love God today. And it says, ear has not heard, eye has not seen, nor entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them. This goes along with Ephesians 3.20 where it says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. These are ridiculous things. But we go back to this verse. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. So these things that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, it hasn't entered to the heart of man which God has prepared for those who love him. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. They are revealed to us. Now, they're in us, but they've been pushed down through strongholds of past experience. <laughs> it's, they're, they're amazing things. And as we lean not, on our own understanding, but allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to our spirits, not our minds, but reveal to our spirits what God is really preparing for us, we will begin to experience that which seems to be impossible. Let me say that again. As we lean not on our own understanding, but allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to our spirits, not our minds, what God is really preparing for us, we will begin to experience that which seems impossible. The highest things we will experience will not come through our logical thinking. And I'm not discounting the need for logical thinking, for wisdom of this world, and there, there's certainly some great wisdom that we can learn. But realize this, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. We've, we've quoted that verse twice now, but it's, it's an important verse. 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. The highest things will be released through a manifestation of the Spirit in our lives. It is supernatural. In 1 Corinthians 12.7 and 8, it says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. These are two spiritual gifts that are mentioned, the word of wisdom. This is supernatural. You get wisdom for something. You, you see that uh, a crowd can be fed with fish, fishes and, and loaves. You see that you can point a staff at a sea and it will part and you can walk through it. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge is just is supernatural insight into your own life and other people's lives 
that is going to release a gift of faith. It's what happened to the woman at the well in John 4 when Jesus, with the word of knowledge, says, the man you're living with is not your husband. You've been married five times. There's a word of knowledge that was supernaturally released that caused a powerful thing to happen and caused her to become a mighty influencer. So we're talking today. It's not, it won't make sense. It won't make sense. The most important things we need to hear won't make sense. What do we do with this message? Let me just give you a few things. Number one is increasingly challenge what past experience says is true. Challenge them with the Bible prom biblical promises. Number two, do not trust your first reaction to a promise, prophetic word, or someone's vision that seems ridiculous. Do not trust your first reaction. And again, it doesn't mean we can get around visionary people and people who maybe don't have the foundation to uh, take the big risk they're talking about. Uh, timing is a, an important factor. And so just because someone has a vision doesn't mean uh, that we are a negativist just because we might ask questions or ask about the timing of that. But don't trust your first reaction to that. Number three, study the miracles in the Bible and recognize when a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom help cause them. Four, make faith declarations over yourself and over your circumstances. It'll keep you in the promises of God. It will keep you away from just basing your beliefs on past experience. Number five, purpose to see others according to their potential, not according to their past. Then speak over people what you see as their prophetic destiny. Learn how to prophesy. Learn how to call out like the angel did to Gideon. Call out who people really are. Call out what we see in their future. Learn how to do it. But, but it starts from a foundation of purposing to see others according to their potential, not according to their past. Six, study the nine spiritual gifts mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and learn how to operate in them. Seven, regularly pray in the Spirit, pray in tongues. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, 6, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. And as we exercise our spirit through our heavenly language, it will overflow into other aspects of hearing and releasing that which is really what God is saying. And then, Lastly, allow the powerful prophetic words for your future to inspire you to be faithful in small things now. As we hear the big words, as we open ourselves up to the ridiculous, sometimes we're going to just want to go do it right now. But usually what happens, there's a process of us growing into those things and, and, and being faithful in the season we're in as we're holding on to those things, those things that the Lord has prepared for us that are unimaginable. So say this out loud after me. The most important things I need to hear in my life will not make sense to me when I first hear them. Right now, God is revealing to me like never before my true identity 
and the things he has prepared for me. Wow, this is a message that you may want to listen to again. This is a Holy Spirit message. This is a unlocker message. This is a breaking off of getting our beliefs from the past. We don't, we don't de- deny the past. We just don't get our beliefs from them. Thank you so much. Hey, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And we are here at Igniting Hope to ignite your hope. Because there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. And I believe that our hope level is the indicator of whether we're believing lies or truth. If we've got a lot of hope, we're believing a lot of truth. Don't have much hope, we're believing a lot of lies. And there's no condemnation if we're believing lies. But if we don't know what our problem is, we have a real problem. And then also remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening right now, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> but I need joy today. I've, I, I'm recording this in the morning. I have a lot of responsibilities today. And I recognize this that God's joy is my strength. And I'm going to practice delighting myself in the Lord today using these words. God, I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in this situation. And when I do this, when I'm with my family, when I have those meetings, I'm so excited to see. Joy is a muscle that we can develop. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them and You can go to ignitinghope.com and sign up for our newsletter and receive these podcasts and our newsletter every Monday. And we also will send you info on online courses, other things that we are doing. The big thing that's coming up is in September of 2021. We are doing again our five-month transformational mind renewal course with the five steps of radical mind renewal. It is our greatest content. It is a breakthrough. It is, I, we did it last year, got so many great testimonies over it. Some of you who are listening, that's going to be a a step, about three, four hours a week commitment online. It's made for people on the go. It's life-changing. Ignitinghope.com or just email us at info at ignitinghope.com. But we will be sending out information on that soon about the transformational mind renewal course starting in September. Hey, God bless you. Look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.